Yevamos, Perik Beis, Mishnah Zayin. Okay, this is a good one. You, like I said before, you're going to have to sit down for this one, get a pencil and paper, and draw it out if you're not having a diagram, or even better, get a pre-made diagram from the many sources where you can find them. I'll try some that are also on my website and so on, if that's where you're listening, it, listening to it. But here's the case. I'll say it slowly. you got to follow, and you got to really, you need a picture for this one. Don't even try that a picture. Okay? You can draw it yourself, though. So here's the story. Shnaim, you have two guys. They're not related. We'll call one A, he's the English family, and one Aleph, he's from a Hebrew family. They're not related. Shekidshu shte achayos. But these guys, A and Aleph, do kedushin. They give rings to two girls. We'll call them one and two. And the two girls are sisters. The problem is the two sisters get mixed up. However that happens, it doesn't really matter. Let's call them identical twins. And let's call them, I don't know what, they got mixed up somehow. So then, and, and A is not certain which of the two is his wife, and Aleph is not certain which of the two is his wife. So now you got a problem. This is going to be built up again on the principles of the previous Mishnah. So since A can't continue to be married to one or two, because each one is potentially the sister of his wife, you can't marry a sister or wife, therefore, Zenoten Shtegitin, Vizenoten Shtegitin, each of the two, Mr. A gives a get to girl one and two. Mr. Aleph gives a get to girl one and two. And then the girls get on with their lives as divorcees. They know they can marry whoever they want besides for Kohanim. And A and B, you know, whatever, find new wives. But Mesu, what happens if they both die? So now A and Aleph die. They leave these two girls one and two. And both of the girls are certainly Yavamos. But we're not sure if one... Or two is the, let's say one. I'm not sure if one, girl number one, is a Yavama to fam, the English family, because she was married to A, or if she's a Yavama to the Hebrew family, because she was married to Aleph. We don't know. So now what do we do? So it depends on how many brothers A and Aleph leave behind. The simple case is, Lezeach Each of the two deceased men have just one brother. So A has a brother B, Aleph has a brother base. Each one is facing a Suffolk Yibam with both girls. So, just like we saw in the previous Mishnah, there's no real resolution other than Zecholet Lishtehen, Vzecholet Lishtehen. Mr. B does Chalitza with both girl one and girl two. He can't do, he can't do Yibam again because the concern is that each one could be Achos zukukaso, making them both forbidden. Therefore, he can't do yibum. He has to chalitza. And similar goes with Mr. Base, for the same exact reason. Can't do yibum with either, so there's chalitza with both of them. That's simple. What's a little more complicated is leze echad v'leze shnayim. If Mr. Aleph only has one brother, Base, but Mr. A has two brothers, B and C, so then it gets a little interesting. First, hayachid cholitz l'shteyan. There's no solution for the singleton, Mr. Base. We already established that from before. There's no, there's no solution. He can't do even with either of them, Mr. Base, because each one is Suffolk, Aishas, excuse me, Suffolk, Achos, Sukuka, So. Each one is very possibly the sister of the woman, Tumeza Zika. So their base can do nothing. Base is Chalitza to both of them. But as for B and C, it's more interesting. If B, Let's just say, for argument's sake, C wants to get married, Mr. C, the brother, wants to get married to girl number two, let's say. So here's what can happen. 
if B first does chalitza to girl number one, so now C can marry girl number two, however you slice it, because there are two possibilities. Either, either girl number two had originally been married to C's brother A, in which case she still has a zika to C, but that can be resolved with Ibum, so let them get married. Or, girl number two had originally been married to man Aleph, but now she's had Chalitza from Aleph's brother base, so she's Pnuila Shuk, so she can get married to number, to Mr. C. So either way, C and two can get married, provided that first the Aleph family gives her Chalitza, and after that, the English family, Mr. A's family, his brother B, does Chalitza with the other girl, girl number one. And that's what it says here. If Mr. Aleph has one brother, base, and Mr. A has two brothers, B and C, the singleton, Mr. Base, has to Chalitza both one and two. But as for the brothers, B and C, after Brother B does chalitza with one of the two sisters. In my example, four with sister one. So then, the echad miyabem, the other brother, brother C, and only him, not B, but the other brother C, could now do yibum with the remaining girl, girl number two. Kadmu v'kansu, if they jump the gun, and B and C marry girls one and two, provided that, of course, there first had been a chalitza done by the Hebrew-speaking family to both the girls. So then, mm-hmm. we don't break up the marriage. The reason why is because, provided that, provided that there first was chalitza done by the Hebrew-speaking family to both girls, Mr. Base, the chalitza with both girl one and girl two. So now, all we left is we left with one girl, either one or two, we don't know which one, but one of the girls, girl one or girl two, has a bona fide zika to the English-speaking brothers. And the other one is, is she's a chalutza. She was originally married to Guy Aleph, but she's meanwhile had chalitza down to her from Aleph's brother base. So she's free to go. She can marry whoever she wants. So that being the case, um, the two brothers are allowed, after the fact, to marry these two sisters because one is a yubim situation, as it should be, and the other one is she's a chalutza. She can be married as well. The reason why you can't do that again is because when the first guy, Mr. B, does even with the first girl, let's call her girl one, so that was forbidden. Because maybe she wasn't, or the one when B does even with one, maybe one um, was actually never married to A, in which case she's a kukaso, she's the sister of girl two who was married to A, and since there's a Zika now with girl two to Mr. B, he has no business marrying her sister, a but after the fact, since they are married, and since there's no certainty he even did that, because maybe girl one was the one who had the zika all along, in Adam, we don't break up the marriage. Okay, one more case. This one is the real doozy here. If if Mr. Aleph has two brothers, Bass and Gimel, and Mr. A has two brothers, B and C, and both Aleph and A die without leaving children, and it's a suffolk, whether girl one was married to Allah for A and same for girl two, whether she was married to Allah for A. So what do you do? 
So then, each the Hebrew family has to do chalitza to one of the girls. Let's just say Hebrew family does chalitza to girl number one. And the English family has to do chalitza to one of the girls. Let's say brother B does chalitza to girl number two. Okay? And then, Achiv shel zeh, miyab mechalutzaso shel zeh, v'achiv shel zeh, miyab mechalutzaso shel zeh. Then, the other two brothers can get married to the other two sisters in the following way. The other one, meaning, let me walk through for a second. Let's say again, I hope I get this right now that I said the same thing case twice now, please help me, Hashem. If base did chalitza to one and C Excuse me, brother B does chalitza to girl number two. So now, brother Gimel, so now he can do yibum with girl number two, specifically, not girl number one, but girl number two. Why? Because there's two possibilities. Either girl number two, who he's now doing yibum with, was originally married to brother Aleph, in which case this is yibum. And that's fine. They can do even be married and live happily ever after. Or what happened was she was originally married to fellow A, but now she had chalitza done to her from A's brother B. So then now she's a chalutza, p'nui l'shuk, she can marry whoever she wants, and that's who this fellow is marrying. Brother Gimel is marrying girl number two, the chalutza. So either way, it's okay. Again, provided that, speaking out again, first, brother base does chalitza with girl one, and let's say brother B does chalitza with girl two, so now brother Gimel can dafka do yibum, marry girl number two. I'm repeating myself one more time again to make sure it's clear. The reason why is because girl number two, if she was married to... We're, we're, we're letting Gimel and two get married. Because if two had originally married to Aleph, the Zibam, and if two had originally married to A, she's a Chalutza. And the same goes all the way around, that, you know, brother C could marry girl number one, because again, either she was married to his brother A, in which case this is Yibam, or she was married to brother, married to Aleph, in which case she already had Chalitza done from base. Okay? Fine. So that's how it goes. And since, yeah, and since the other, their brothers, like again, I'll talk C, when C is marrying one, he has no problem of perhaps because B already did chalitza with girl number two. Hope that's clear. Okay. Now, kadmushnayim v'chaltsu, if Two of the brothers are impetuous, and they both do chalitza. So that means, let's say, the Hebrew family, bass and or gimel, do chalitza with girls one and two. doesn't matter who does chalitza to which one, or if one does to both. The point is, if the Hebrew family have now done chalitza to both girls, someone from the Hebrew family to both girls one and girl two, so that means the Hebrew family is out the picture. All we're left with is the English family, and we have these two girls, one and two. One of them is a yavama, and one of them just is a chalutza. She had been married to 
the Hebrew family. Now she's a chalutza. She definitely had a chalitza done to her. We just don't know which is which. So since we don't know which is which, but one is Yavama and one is chalutza, so really they're both can get married to these two brothers. One would be Yibam, one would be just a regular marriage. The reason why the rabbis say you can't do that is because the first one to get married, maybe he's doing Yibam with a chos sukukaso, or maybe not. Therefore, you can't do it. One has to do chalitza, and the second one does Yibam with the other one. The second brother does even with the other sister. But, Kadmuvakansu, if they jump the gun and these two brothers B and C marry these two girls one and two, after the fact, we don't make them get divorced because who said anything wrong happened? If the first marriage, let's say B's, even with one, was as it was supposed to be, so then that was the even as it should be, and therefore C could marry two at all events because two was a chalutz and Panu Lashuk and he married her like a regular marriage. So after the fact, um, they can get married because the quote unquote the worst case scenario would have been that B, when he did Yibum with one, she was actually a chos zukuka. So really, it was girl two who had been who was the Yavama, and um, he married her like against the rabbinic rule, maybe. But after the fact, since now she does chalitz with the other one, it's all been resolved after the fact. So therefore, again, the halach is kadmuvakansu if they get married against the rules, since there's no certainty. They really broke any rules in the first place, besides their procedural rule, then a motimi adam, we let them stay married.